0: The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So, if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off.
1: Do you often feel lonely, talk to yourself, and wish you had more friends? So do the ladies of, what I had heard was, the podcast. But you don't have to start your own podcast to feel like you are friends. Just listen to theirs. What I had heard was has been steadily climbing the indie podcast charts. And if you act fast, you can say that you've been listening to them from the beginning, even if you are just starting now. Join them weekly for such great hits as Missed Connection Recaps, Reviews of your favorite sex toys, morally questionable topics that they just make up and whatever this is find what i had heard was on your favorite podcast player and be sure to subscribe to hear the new things they've heard about each week and as a special bonus if you sign up for the newsletter on wihhw.com you'll receive a free sticker don't miss out on the newest season as they talk about forgotten badass ladies Act now!
0: Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. There's a couple things to touch on uh, this week. We've got the the uh, the tr- the convoy the blockade the whatever you want to call it that is going on in Canada still the protest by the truckers is still going on it's there's been you know things shifting it's kind of funny to me and it's going to kind of bridge more into what I actually want to talk about for the main subject today but the general consensus is the people who are opposed to it are still using the same tactics they're doing everything from calling it racist to domestic terrorism when in reality it is what most of the people who are bitching about it have always said you know the workers need to mobilize and express their force and and I've I'm thinking of you know for whatever reasons it's got me in the mindset of thinking about these things And I remember a meme I saw a little while back, and it recently got reworked, and it fits very aptly at this point. And it says, your booze mean nothing to me because I've seen what makes you cheer. And the person who reworked the meme said, your booze mean nothing to me, printed over the convoys with, I've seen what makes you cheer over all the riots from a couple years ago that were, you know if not actively cheered, passively condoned by a lot of the people who are talking about how horrible this action by the truckers is. But there have been, you know, some shifts. Uh, There's out of, I saw a straw poll that says out of the people polled, 98% of the people polled think the prime minister of Canada should step down. I don't know how biased that polling was. It was just something I came across while I was futzing around today. Um, the gofundme accounts that had frozen up all the people had fund crowdsourced 11 million dollars in funds to help support this protest to provide food and fuel to the truckers and gofundme froze it because they said it was violating their terms of service due to criminal activity or some such bullshit and initially they were just sitting on the money gofundme was holding it in a suspended account And then all of a sudden, they got threatened with a lot of lawsuits by people. They said people could apply for refunds, but it would take time to process it. And so a whole bunch of people filed lawsuits against GoFundMe to the tune of almost immediately they turned around and said they would automatically be refunding everyone who donated to that fundraiser. Uh, They're still trying to find ways to source money to fundraise for that. Uh, regardless of where you stand on the matter, you got to admire their their gumption and they're sticking to it, and they're doing it peacefully without hurting anybody other than causing some disruptions to the day. And there have been leaks of people saying they are involved in politics in Ontario saying things like the mayor is shutting down all these side roads, the ones the truckers aren't blockading, to prevent food and supplies getting into the city to piss off the residents so he can blame it on the convoys. That was something that he has actively discussed, apparently, according to this supposed inside insider whistleblower who went to news outlets and media sources to report this happening. It wasn't just like a post on a social media thing. It was mo- reported in multiple places that the mayor's planning on doing that to try and make the protest look bad. Now, if they were really so horrible and so wrong to begin with, why would everybody be trying such underhanded shit to make them look bad and trying to make them look like something they're not? It kind of goes back to the whole thing going on, and I don't want to dwell on shit I've already talked about, but the thing going on with Joe Rogan and Spotify. And by and wide, you've got the mass media... Pushing the narrative that Joe Rogan is spreading misinformation when anybody with any sort of critical analysis mindset can see he's not spreading misinformation. He allows people a platform to present non non mainstream views. He has experts in their fields on certified credentialed experts who know more than him. And he acknowledges that people should not be listening to him for medical advice. They should not be coming to him to ask him for advice on anything. He has conversations with people he finds interesting to present sides of subjects that are not necessarily being presented. That is not the same thing as disseminating maliciously or realistically any kind of information. It's not misinformation. You want to look at the people that are spreading this information. How about the people that said that if you got vaccinated, you wouldn't be able to catch COVID? How about the ones that said if you got a booster, you wouldn't be able to catch COVID? How about the ones that said you couldn't spread COVID if once you were vaccinated? And then all of a sudden, the narrative changes because the simple fact of the matter is it was all bullshit. And some people may say it's not bullshit because they just didn't know at the time they were operating under assumption. When the guy who developed the technology that they used for the jab, and I'm no longer referring to it as the vaccine because it's not a fucking vaccine. When the guy who developed the technology behind the jab said, you should not be getting this, it is not going to work for this case, and it should not be being used on humans, yet we haven't studied the long-term effects enough, I'm inclined to believe the guy who holds the patents for the technology. And being the skeptical, cynical asshole that I am... My first inclination is always to look at the money. And, you know, if I was a better thought out and better researched show, I would have all this stuff written down in front of me. And at some point, I will probably start taking notes in, in an effort to provide you guys with a better end product. But as long as I'm still doing this as a primarily a hobby, it's going to still be based off of what I have in front of me. And at, at what I have in front of me at the moment isn't exact numbers. But if you look at go back and if you really are that curious you can pull up the numbers but i want to say it was like 25 or 30% of the sitting legal body of congress between the house and the senate have or recently or purchased stock options in and Pfizer and they did so in 2018 and in the 2020 20 elections something something like 20 or 30% of the elected officials people who got elected in that election received cantr- campaign contributions from Pfizer and then oddly enough so it's all these people that are now running the country and in a position of authority that are calling for these mandates who made Pfizer record profits like since the company has existed they have never made this much money and oddly enough all these Inside stock trading, because that's what it really is. I mean, calling a spade a spade when you are in a position to affect policy that will affect e- directly affect the earnings of a company and you make purchases based on decisions, there that, that's a reason why Congress, any sitting congressperson or family members of sitting congress people should be forbidden from trading stocks. They say it's not fair to them because they have a right to, you know, make their money and all this other shit. But the problem is, it's not fair to the rest of the country and the rest of the world because they're in a position to enact policies to affect those purchases. It's a conflict of interests, uh, basically. They won't acknowledge it that way. Nancy Pelosi's made entirely too much fucking money to ever. It. The only reason she's even talking about it right now is because she got caught. She got caught with her hand in the kitty, and now she's trying to backpedal and save face. I don't know why this old hag is talking about running for re-election. She should be picking out a plot that they're going to plan her in because she doesn't have long left. I mean, she looks like a walking corpse. It can't be too much longer before her body gets the message and shuts the fuck down. And I've talked about it before. There should be term limits. 90% of these fucking Congress people should not be in office. They've made careers out of being fucking ineffective and worthless. The only skills they have, the only the reason they stay in office is because they don't have any useful, viable skills. The only skills they have is maintaining their, their status in these political bullshit shit shows. And it's it's a crock. And it's one of the reasons why I don't trust media or government or basically anything at this point. But I feel like I've gone off about that shit enough already. You, you know where I stand on it. That's not why. Well, maybe it is why you keep coming back if you are one of the people that keeps coming back. I always kind of hope that there's some new listeners every episode. and Maybe you guys will stick around. But the other thing, there's, like I said, things are going on in the world. This, this week normally would be the Super Bowl, but it's next week for whatever reason. Honestly, I don't really give a shit about the Super Bowl again this year. I haven't given a damn in quite a while. Uh, The commercials have gone downhill. I don't... The only thing I'm excited about this year is the halftime show. It's like anybody who grew up in the 90s is just stupid excited about this. It's going to be fantastic. But that's really, as far as the game goes, hopefully it'll be a good game. I hope it's not a blowout. I've actually listened to some podcasts, and I don't really watch much TV, but I've listened to a few programs where they're discussing... Their opinions on the football game that's coming, and I'm sure they're better informed than I am, and they've followed closely, more closely than I have, and I've kind of kept track of my teams, but that's about the extent of it. After what can I say? I'm just, I'm not enthused about the whole thing. Yeah, it's happening. Meh, whatever. I'm not really losing a lot of sleep over the matter. It's not something I'm like, oh my God, will they win? Who will win? I, I don't really. Fucking care. I probably won't watch the game. I'll watch the highlights online, and that'll be about it. Unless somebody's doing anything cool like live streaming with it. But I do feel like I need to acknowledge that it's going to happen. I am looking forward to the halftime show. I'm going to watch that. It's going to be awesome. Going to see Eminem and Dr. Dre and Snoop, and it'll be pretty sweet. So, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the current events of the moment. I the thing that I've really had rolling around in my mind. As of right now, um, I've been thinking about it, and I've touched on it in the past, but with the convoy going on and all the facts that are coming out currently about the COVID situation, uh, John Hopkins releasing their report that the efficacy of the lockdowns and the mandates came in at a whopping point two percent of an impact on the spread of the coronavirus. Now, what that means is the government put numerous small businesses out of work, cost th- hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people their jobs, broke down the economy, kept all the money in the hands of the mega corporations by allowing things like Walmart and Target and Amazon to function normally while all these small businesses were crushed under the weight of their mandates. And people lost their entire livelihoods, their entire businesses, their legacies, their family businesses, businesses that had existed for generations went out, went out, folded up, went to shit, all in the name of a 0.2% improvement in the survivability and efficacy of the COVID-19 scenario. Now, you add that on top of the jabs that don't work, the masks that are ineffective, yet still required in a lot of places. Now, if you're more comfortable wearing a mask for whatever reason, and we've had, there have been doctors that have said in interviews at this point, if you have a properly fitted N95 mask on, you are as protected as you're going to fucking be from this shit, whether or not the people around you have one on. If you're that worried about it and you're that afraid of omicron or whatever the fuck your justification is for still buying in at this point i'm done playing pandemic personally i think it's fucking ridiculous the only reason i do any kind of compliance in terms of masks and things like that is when i'm somewhere in a professional representation of my job it's not my responsibility to my business to present my politics and my beliefs When I'm off the clock and when I am representing nothing but myself, that's a whole different story, but I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm not, it's ridiculous. We've, the people who are still doubling down on, well, we should still be doing all this ineffectual bullshit, even though it's ineffectual. The only reason they can have to justify it is they realize if they acknowledge that they're all this shit is pointless, their asinine behavior towards their fellow man over the last two years boils down to being just proven that we an asshole for no good reason. And regardless of how you want to spin it, if you want to say it's because I I was working with the information I was given at the time, no, you were working with the accepted company line. The information has been out there pretty much from the jump in terms of the lethality of this virus has never been over a 1% lethality rate. Now, I'm not trying to make light of the people that died. The people who died from covid And I don't believe the numbers were ever accurately reported. I don't believe for the longest time people were differentiating between hospitalized with COVID and hospitalized because of COVID. They basically came out and admitted that, too. They basically, Fauci even said, there's a difference between being in the hospital because of COVID and being in the hospital with COVID. He said it, trying to justify his own agenda again. And that worthless little fucking prick. Needs to just shut up and fade into obscurity and live happily with his millions. But he's addicted to the attention. He's addicted to the power. He's addicted to the fame. So that little prick's not going anywhere until we make him. Just just my two pennies on him. I, I, I can spot a narcissist from a mile away, and this guy is fucking, you know, head and shoulders above most of the assholes you have to deal with on a regular basis in terms of liking the scent of his own fucking farts, you know? And uh, I guess that's, we're coming up on the halfway point for average show length. We'll take a quick little break here so I can stick in the uh, obligatory sponsored spot. And we'll be back in a minute. All right, everybody, thanks for listening to that. Uh, I apologize if I don't have the pauses quite dialed in on things. Uh, I have to leave a certain amount of space in there so I can tell where to put the brakes in. Now, the thing I've, to pick up kind of where I left off and tying back into this pandemic bullshit where people, and it's, there's a lot of virtual signaling that went on during that. And a lot of the other shit, people are so invested in their narrative that they've been, you know, committing all these just basic acts of being shitheads, they're going to have to go back to their original stances of being shitheads. And it's going to be a hard transition for some people to make. I mean, a lot of people had a lot of their personality tied up and saying, this is the, the stand we're going to take. And you get these like irrelevant fucks. If you're on the side of a bunch of fucking people that stopped being relevant before you were fucking born from a social standpoint, if you had to Google, Who Neil Young was, if you don't know who David Crosby is, because a lot of people don't. David Crosby was thumping his chest and saying he was gonna pull his music off Spotify, and that's another prime example of somebody who's completely irrelevant trying to add their two pennies to the conversation because they think people still value what they say. They think people still give a shit what they think. David Crosby's statement was nothing but empty chest thumping because he doesn't own the rights to his music. He doesn't have any authority to pull shit. But you know, most people wouldn't know that because nobody's thought about them since nineteen eighty fucking five. But you know, again, just my two pennies. And so we've got all these people, and honestly, if we're gonna start calling out these social media fucktards for their hypocrisy, and I want to stick to pointing at the big guns, pointing or all pointing my guns at the people that think they're still big guns. Neil Young is a fucking hypocrite, and he's grandstanding in the name of trying to stay in the spotlight and draw attention to himself. He's been bitching about Spotify for years. This is not a new complaint coming out of him. He also has never once said a thing about pulling his catalogs off of YouTube where you could find Joe Rogan or even much more extremist type people pushing narratives that don't line up with what Neil supposedly is on board with. And it's amazing to me that these counterculture icons in their minds, I say in their minds because I never liked Neil fucking Young. The guy sings like he's got his dick caught in his fucking fly and I can't stand him. I never could. I always thought he was overrated. And again, same thing, all, all these old fucking hippies who at some point they were counterculture icons. Now they're like, you know, toe the line and do what Big Big Daddy says or else you're fucking everybody else's shit up. Now you have dirty fuckbag. Go back into obscurity where you fucking belong. Stop trying to make yourself relevant by, you know, picking somebody who's punching way above your weight class. Somebody who is, has literally hundreds of thousands of millions of anything. I mean, Neil Young's traffic is not nearly... A, it's like a tenth of Rogan's, and he goes, oh yeah, this is the guy I'm going to try and take a swing at, because that'll push me back into the limelight. And it worked. The fucking dummies who were mad at Joe Rogan, and I'm not saying you're a dummy for being mad at Joe Rogan, I'm saying you're a dummy if you bought this shit. If you went out and downloaded Neil Young's entire catalog because you support what this fucking burnout said, you just, you, just, you got played. You are, You're a fucking idiot, I'm sorry. And I hate to say this, but and if you're on the that side of things, if you're staunchly pro-vax and you think everybody should be being forced into living life on your terms and conditions, I have a newsflash for you. If you're one of these people that's out here stomping around saying this truck stop in Canada is fucking bullshit and they're all racists or whatever your go-to whiny bullshit, you know, statist horse shit stances, I got a newsflash for you. There's a lot of people whining in America right now about things missing off the shelves and supply chain issues. That is, again, a purely manufactured problem at this point uh, without the government interference. Uh, supply shortages are a hallmark of government interference in free trade. It's happened for you young fucks who may be listening. It's happened every t- everywhere this has ever been implemented. Every time the government gets too involved in free trade, shortages happen. Ask anybody that was alive in the Soviet Union in the fucking 80s and 90s how long they had to wait in line. They would get in line not knowing what they were waiting to buy because they just knew there was a line because there was something there to buy. So they got in line and they fucking waited. Could have been bread. Could have been socks. You didn't know. You just fucking waited. And I hate to break it to you, but it's going to get worse. There is definitely rumblings on various social media platforms that there is going to be a trucker strike in the United States. You think shit's bad now? If you live somewhere where there is not a readily available supply of fresh food and water, you're going to be fucked if this actually happens. If the mandates don't get redacted and don't get withdrawn and the government doesn't finally acknowledge that they're done putting money in Big Pharma's pockets because that's really all this has been about. Maybe it was started with good intentions. It was done in response to something that didn't turn out to be nearly as bad as people thought it was going to be. And I'm not, again, I'm not trying to make light of the people who actually passed because of COVID. I just think it was really misrepresented. And there was a lot of bullshit that happened. And they way overstepped their boundaries. And they're way, way beyond the spectrum. Of what they're supposed to be fucking doing. But it is what it is. Things sit how they sit. So we have to deal with the situation we've been handed. And people are getting fed up with it. And all the whining, oh my God, you know, regulate me harder, big daddy types. You're going to find out really quick that the blue collar guys, the guys who put the products in the stores for you to buy, the people who put shit in the warehouses for you to order online so you don't have to leave the house and you don't have to be exposed to the big, bad, scary world out there, by and wide, they don't like being told what to do. It takes a certain kind of personality to spend you know, 24, 34, 50 fucking hours a week in a truck by yourself. There's a certain degree of independence that comes with that lifestyle. And you have to have a certain personality to do it for any extended amount of time with any sort of efficacy or, you know, to be good at that job. These guys don't want you telling them how to live their their lives. And when they decide they've had enough of this shit and they decide to do something to stop it, all your whining and bitching isn't going to change anything. And if you try and say, well, big daddy government forced these guys to give me what I want, I really foresee there being a lot of pushback all the Antifa motherfuckers who like to play revolutionary and pretend like they're hard asses and go out there and you're really good when you get in mass groups at intimidating women and kids with picket signs. They're already talking about they've been infiltrating the truck convoys in Canada and they're going to start tearing shit up and start actually causing violent confrontations. I really, my money's on the truckers when it comes to that sort of shit. You know, there's been rumors of pallets of bricks turning up at these places where the trucks are parked and you know after the riots it's kind of a warning sign at this point it's a red flag and people are watching for that kind of shit i really don't see it going well for these little assholes who think they're gonna change the world by putting on a ski mask and trying to scare people that are trying to do things peacefully because i have the feeling the people that are doing things peacefully right now they're only going to get pushed so far and then they're going to show you what effective violence looks like they're not going to burn down people's homes and businesses they're going to crack skulls and leave people brain damaged in the in the streets and frankly it's going to be a case of fuck around and find out i really i have no sympathy for anybody that goes into these protests that are being done the right way they are being done peacefully they've got you know cookouts and barbecues set up and jump houses for the kids and I've seen things of people that where they have Wi-Fi hotspots for the people that have had to bring their kids with because they don't have anybody to watch them at home or whatever. And they're doing remote learning for some of the kids that are in the convoys with their parents. So don't tell me this is the same shit as people rioting and looting and burning down shopping centers and taking whatever the fuck they can get their hands on. This is a peaceful protest. This is being handled the right way. I've said it before, if you're tying it into... Oh, well, they're racist because some of the people involved in it are racist. I mean, if you want things to be outraged about, how about you go back and you look at all the BLM people and all the property they have invested in, how the directors of the Black Lives Matter organization. Now, I've said it before. I have no problem with the idea behind Black Lives Matter, that black people matter. Because, you know what? They matter just as much as anybody else. No more, no less. People are people. Life matters. Now, the movement is a corrupt fucking socialist scam. There's no better way to put it. It's a fucking scam. The director of Black Lives Matter bought a multi-million dollar mansion with funds from that had been raised through the organization. It's not like she has a job where she's making that money on her own. It's money taken by people that support that group based on the bullshit narrative they spin. They're opportunists. They're parasites. I'm... I'm not going to apologize for feeling that way about it. Again, I'm losing my focus here. The thing to bear in mind is they're showing people that it can be done, that it's time to stand up and take your freedoms and your liberties and your lives back. That's one of the reasons why they're trying so many of their old, and it's out of an old playbook, it's a fallback, it's... Oh, my God, they're terrorists. Oh, my God, they're racists. Oh, my God, they're this, they're that. Every bad name they can think of to call these people because and you look at how hard it's being pushed by the mainstream media and the government officials that want to highlight these things and focus people against them because. Things like this are contagious. Freedom is contagious. People will see it works and they will say, hey, we want that too. And the idea spreads. Ideas are dangerous things for people that are vested in keeping the status quo. They are dangerous to people in positions of power that have got there by abusing the populace. So, I can anticipate a lot more smearing of these people is going to come out in the mainstream media. The government's going to take a stance of, Hey, that's naughty because it's forcing the people in power. The very, very minor fraction of people that have this control that somehow think they are better than the rest of the fucking country, because that's really the mentality they have. They think they know better than we do. And realistically, They can't balance their books. They can't balance their budgets. They're fucking incompetent. The only thing they're good at is being them, and they're not doing us any good, and people are starting to realize that, and I think they're starting to realize that people have realized that, and they're going to start pushing back appropriately, or, well, appropriately in their minds, but it's definitely coming. And that goes back to the whole, like, the Russian-Ukraine thing that's going on, and the Oh, yeah, the Olympics are happening. I forgot to mention that. Nobody gives a shit that I know of. I have not talked to a single person who's actually excited about the Winter Olympic games this year. They're being hosted in China, so a lot of political people are protesting the games on general principle or boycotting the games, but the athletes are all still there, and they're doing their thing, and I'm sure their families are thrilled, but me, I don't give a fuck. I literally could not give one solitary damn less... It would be impossible I don't care about the Olympics I haven't cared about the Olympics for years It's irrelevant to me It doesn't matter to me A bunch of people that are the best at what they do Are going to compete against each other To find out who's the best in the world But the bragging rights aren't really Nearly as significant as they were once upon a time I don't think most people give a shit anymore Yeah, it's fun to watch some of the stuff But honestly I don't see a lot of national pride tied up In any of that shit So, meh What can you do? And, uh, yeah, anyway, for now, I guess that's about all I've got on my mind. Like I said, keep your eyes open, keep your ears to the ground, stay safe, take care of each other, do better, be better. And for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard... Leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms that I had to say it podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, podcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.